Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Now, with television programmes such as Strictly Come Dancing, inspiring many of us to get up and try out a dance class. But how accessible are dance classes to blind and partially sighted people? Now, Jackie Clemson has been dancing Argentinian tango for 20 years now and is hosting an event very soon, hoping that she'll be able to inspire blind and partially sighted people to come along and take part. Jackie joins me now. Jackie, many thanks for joining us here on the programme today. Now, tell us about this event, this tango event that you've set up. Right. It's very interesting because, as you know, tango as a dance is usually associated with Argentina and passion and violence and desire and sexuality and things like that. And over the centuries, it's mellowed considerably and is now looked at as a dance for general well-being and physical health. So we, that is the Landmark Arts Centre, and a company called Freedom Tango came together and discussed the idea of bringing the dance to the uh, visually impaired and the elderly. And the idea was really, as this dance lends itself to a very close hold, it was seen that as a leader and follower dance, it was perhaps uh, an obvious way to go for the visually impaired or non-sighted because the leader actually directs the follower around the floor. Therefore, you know, the person is being held, the person is being led, the person is actually always secure within the leader's arms. Um, Then huge benefits can be gained from the exercise itself and from the closeness of the dance, because obviously everybody likes to be hugged now and again, and um, especially if they're in a situation where they're forced to be perhaps less than active or more isolated in their daily life due to a disability. Well, do you know, Jackie, I know that you've danced tango for many, many years and I used to dance Argentinian tango also and I just think it is the most beautiful dance. It really is. It can be fast, it can be slow, it can be sensual, it can be... So many different things. And being visually impaired, I did wonder how I was going to be able to manage it. And it's, as you say, you know, being led about the the room and keeping in time with the music and just following your partner's movements. It it really, it's very quick to pick up. I wouldn't say it's an easy dance because that would be, you know, a disservice to, to tango dancers. It's a complex and very, very kind of difficult at times. The more you get into tango, it's difficult to learn. But initially, to be able to move freely with somebody is it, it is just so beautiful. It really is so graceful. Yes, I've been dancing tango for 20 years now, and I totally agree with you. It's a fascinating dance. And it can be a very complex dance, which is obviously mentally very stimulating as well as physically stimulating. That's what attracted me to start with. And I think if I was honest, the original aspect of tango, which was this passionate, glitzy, rather extreme, fiery dance, was the thing that caught my attention. But saying all of that, like you've said, and, and being a non-sighted person yourself, you, you've experienced this gentle side of the dance, which means that you're in the embrace of somebody 
who is guiding you and gently moving you around the floor to music, which essentially is, I mean, usually very melancholy. But that's not to say it's sad. It's intense and passionate. And therefore, the music drives the dance. The leader interprets that music and takes the follower with him or her around the dance floor. Quite frequently, even with sighted people, and I know this over the years, that um, the followers often close their eyes to get the intensity of the interpretation of the music. And they actually get more out of it from closing their eyes and just allowing the leader to guide them around the floor than they do with their eyes open. The dance lends itself as a vehicle, really, for the non-sighted. What we thought was, let's open this up. Let's try and get this dance out. Let's try and sell it to a much larger audience and especially an audience that could benefit hugely from it. Well, this is the thing I have to say, as a completely blind person, with the advent of television shows such as Strictly Come Dancing, you know, we all get carried away with, you know, watching the beauty of the dancers in their dresses and the the gorgeous guys in their tuxedos. But I miss out on that part because I can't see any of it. But, you know, it doesn't mean to say that I don't put the program on and think gosh I wish I could be involved in that I wish I could be part of that because it sounds so magical and now because of this you know more and more blind or partially sighted people are able to get involved with dances particularly close hold dances like tango because it is a, a leader and a follower and I think that's just wonderful I really really do not to mention as you said earlier the fact that it is great exercise I've never been so toned as when I, I dance tango no well that's right you get uh, multiple benefits from it and uh, when it's danced gently I, I have to um, add that it is a low aerobic impact dance when it's danced gently Obviously, you can make it as high impact as you like by doing some of the Strictly Come Dancing, you know, lifts and moves like that. But we wouldn't expect anybody who was visually impaired to ever even attempt those things until, obviously, they were highly experienced in it. So what we're offering here is a taster of the very, very gentle side of it and the slow, encompassing side of tango, the lovely side of tango rather than the shall we say, more aggressive side of tango. And that's what we're offering. We're offering tasters in this so that perhaps the visually impaired can come and just do it for a few minutes with a a competent leader, try it out, see if they like it. And they obviously will be able to listen to a live tango orchestra. I can't tell you how unique that is because to get it's a very, very rare thing in the UK. And we've got three sessions going on of the orchestra playing. And I think even if some of the more visually impaired people who perhaps don't feel confident enough to dance, they would love it because they can sit and listen to original live tango music. And as you know from Dancing the Dance, it is unusual music. It's something that a lot of people perhaps aren't aware of. And it's a musical genre, which um, again lends itself to uh, passion and melancholy and intensity as a musical form in its own right. 
Oh, without a doubt. And I think the great thing about tango music is that, you know, if you do feel it's a wee bit kind of fuddy-duddy, old-fashioned tea dancey, and that's not your cup of tea, you know, maybe you'd be more into the kind of electric tango, which is a little more aggressive, uh, a dance. And, you know, I was lucky enough in that I had a teacher that taught me to a level that I could be more aggressive with my dance, more passionate and more kind of being flown around the room, which was just amazing. It's an amazing feeling. But to start off with, it is gentle and it's slow and you don't have to feel embarrassed or silly because everybody is in the same boat, you know, if you've never danced tango before and everybody's learning. And uh, really, I've always found that people who dance tango, who want to teach you, are so passionate about teaching you that they don't make you feel silly or laugh at you uh, if you get something wrong because they genuinely want you to learn. It's, it is really a very tactile and a very intimate dance, but it, it's a dance that, that when you are passionate about tango, you want everybody that wants to learn tango to be as passionate as you about it, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, tango is a culture. It's not really just the dance. And once you're hooked on the culture, which includes poetry, song, music, art, and a philosophy, once you're hooked on that, you are addicted to it. Let me tell you, I've been addicted for 20-odd years, and uh, you can't get off it once you're you're on that roundabout. So as you quite rightly have mentioned, no, it doesn't have to be the old uh, maestros of the past, such as Sali or Troilo or any of those old masters who perhaps do the old tea dance type of music. I mean, now you've obviously got things like Gotan Project and Banjo Fondo and all of these very exciting new tango talents that are coming up with electro tango and nuevo tango. So, I mean, it's for young, it's for old, it's for everybody, really. It's a dance that can be targeted at anyone. But our concept of targeting or opening it, shall I say, to the um, visually impaired, I think it just lends itself to it. Absolutely, it's there for the taking. And, of course, you're talking from experience yourself because it's not just me that's that's danced Argentinian tango. You have actually danced with a completely blind man who, who was a leader. I have. I was in New Zealand, actually, and I went to the Auckland Tango Society. There was a man who uh, was totally non-sighted, and he was an excellent lead. As I say, there's no boundaries. If somebody wants to become a leader, I don't see that um, any impairment in sight is going to stop them doing it if they really want to do it. Um, He was a magnificent dancer. So there we are. No barrier. Oh, definitely not. And actually, the interesting thing is, you mentioned that was in New Zealand. If you do get into tango and really into tango, wherever you go in the world, you can look up where your nearest malonga is. And there's always somewhere. I've danced Argentinian tango in Egypt, in Cairo. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It really is. And you can just rock up with your dance shoes and uh, dance with anyone. It's interesting because when I started learning it, it was in Argentina. I happened to work in Argentina back in the 90s and you wouldn't believe it, but it was quite hard to actually find tango teachers then, even in Buenos Aires. And that's where I started. Basically, now you can do it 24-7 anywhere in the world. And there are going to be some genuine Argentinian tango teachers or maybe, you know, in the UK, a lot of 
teachers who've taken it up and gone to Argentina to hone their skills. Most of the counties around the UK have some centre that, that offers tango dancing. So once you're off and running, it opens up a huge social network for anybody to go out and be able to join in a tango dance anywhere, really. Well, do you know something? You have inspired me to, to look go back up to it. <laughs> my my nearest tango group again. I need to get along to a Malonga as soon as possible. I think but, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it's been great talking to you today. It really has. Thank you so much for joining us. You are hosting this event. It's coming up very soon. Can you tell us where it is and when and uh, how people can find out more information? It's at the Landmark Art Centre which is based in Teddington, Middlesex, which is TW119NN. The Landmark Arts Centre is actually based in a massive deconsecrated church building, which is a beautiful building. And the tango floor will be in the middle of this building with tables around it to make it look like a tango cafe. The date of the uh, event is a one-day event. It goes on from 10 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon. It's on Saturday, February the 17th, and everyone is welcome. But we are particularly hoping that um, the RNIB will come along en masse to help us promote this to people who are going to gain benefits from it. As they say in Argentina, tango is a dance of one heart on four legs, and it really is. That's such a beautiful way to end such a fascinating piece. It really is. Thank you so very much for joining me today. It's been great to talk to you. And the very, very best of luck with this event. I wish I was in the vicinity on the 17th, but unfortunately I won't be able to make it. But the very best of luck to you, Jackie. Thank you very much, Jill. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.